Hello and welcome to episode number 76 of the Lieberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell, joined today by the Lieberland Deputy Minister of Justice, Michael Potashnik. Michael, it is an honor to have you here on the show. I know it's been a long time coming. We've, we've got to know each other, I'd say, pretty well through the international calls we do on a weekly basis. Maybe, a, what, about over the past year or so? Could be a little bit longer. Um, but either, anyway, man, it is uh, it is definitely just an honor, and I'm, I'm really happy to have you here and talk all things Lieberland and especially, you know, what you're working on to really move the country forward. You're very involved right now with a lot of things that really are detrimental to the future of the country. And so I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, you'll see in advance, Michael, thank you for your service. And, and yeah, let's get to know you a little bit here. So um, before we dive in, Michael, how did you first get connected with Lieberland? What's your story there? Well, I, a pleasure to be here, first and foremost. Thank you for inviting me to the show. I'm, I'm very happy to be able to tell my story. So in very short, I was, uh, I, I knew about Liberland from the beginning. I had, uh, I lived in Czechia back then and I had been watching the news and I heard uh, of the first steps, how the country was formed, but it was a long time ago. I have myself joined Liberland only a few months ago when I called V and I just told him that I want to help because I wanted an interesting project to work on. And boy, this is an interesting project. So I'm very happy. I have to, to say, has it only been a few months? I feel like we've really gotten to know each other. <laughs> yeah, it's been almost a year now, okay. like 10 months or eight months, but but yeah, nine months, I think. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's under a year, definitely. Yeah, yeah, well, so sorry. Yeah, I, I cut you off there, but you were saying basically, you know, you reached out to Vith, you said, hey, I, I want to get involved. And, um, you know, my observation is, on the, on the legal side of things with Lieberland, you've been very helpful. Could you talk about really what your role has been since getting getting involved? Well, I have been working on uh, several projects, or quite a lot of them. Uh, but the main point which connects them all is that I was uh, hired, and I'm I'm currently engaged in making sense of Lieberland's legislation, which existed before I came, uh, including the constitution, by the way. And but uh, I am polishing it, and I'm making it jive with each other, all the pieces of it, and I'm I'm doing all those uh, changes. And there is lots of creativity too, and lots of procedural things because we have to learn to work more as a state because soon we're going to be accepted as one, and so uh, we need to install in our operating system all those processes which other states have, like legislative process, how to how the ministries talk to each other, that the ministers uh, you know have have all the all the standard ways how to deal with stuff. Well, and that's something I know about uh, and I know because I've lived it in Czechia when I worked for the ministry. And now I'm using this experience to uh, to uh, bring up to speed or up, up the next level uh, the public administration of Liberland. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, so I, I was going to dive into your, your background there, but the, the Ministry of Czechia is um, a piece of it. What, what else is your professional background? What does that look like? Well, I uh, mostly, like my most significant experience as a jurist uh, was at the Ministry of Beat as a legislative drafter. I worked as one of the uh, advisors to the Minister uh, on legislature, so we had, we have reformed the defense legislation. It was a Ministry of Defense, so 
we we were very intimately familiar with the crisis legislature of 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 Czechia, and we I think we did a good job. It was a very unique experience, a unique part of that ministry, which was sort of still, you know, standing on its one foot in the old structures in the Soviet times, and we were the hip young department which was getting it out of that quagmire. So so I really enjoyed that. And then I worked, well, I worked, I studied at the University of Utrecht. I finished my second master's degree there. And then I worked as a notary uh, uh, candidate or like a office manager of a notary office, basically to say, uh, in, in Holland. And more recently, I worked for a software company. Yeah, yeah, wow. Okay, so pretty extensive background there. I'd like to know, since really starting to get your hands uh, let's say, get your hands dirty, get, get involved with Lieberland and help move the constitution forward and a lot of the legislation. What would you say has been the biggest victory since joining for you? Like something, looking back saying, wow, it's, it's really impressive that we accomplished this or we did this for you. What, what does that look like right now? Well, we have, uh, we are getting the, the constitution through. So that's a big victory. We have created a new company law and we are now uh, creating companies according to it and it makes sense and the, the people are happy. And last but not, certainly not least, and this isn't legal all that much, but I'm also working on that. We are creating our new blockchain. And I, have, I was, I was uh, there when we put together the team I was there for them. I selected, I helped select them, and now I'm managing them. And with Dorian, who is our dedicated programmer tech lead, is really great. And I think that's a great victory because the the project is going on, and we're going to have real blockchain with the real validators and everything. You know, uh, people who are your 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 listeners, who I'm sure lots of them know about how how difficult it is to create a blockchain. Well. We're almost there. So that's a great victory, I think. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's been a while. You know, you could say it's maybe been about seven years to get to this point of, of having the blockchain ready for the governance model. So that's exciting. And you mentioned um, something there about companies, which I think is really important. And I would really like for all of our listeners to kind of zone in, pay attention here, take notes, go back, you know, listen to this part over and over if you can, because it's something that I didn't even realize was possible with Liberland until maybe about a month ago, individuals around the world who I believe, I don't know if you need to be a Lieberland citizen or an e-resident, but you actually can legally open your own company in Lieberland now. Could you tell us about that process a little bit, what it looks like if somebody wanted to do that? Well, indeed you can. Uh, if you want to open a company, you become an e-resident, you get through the KYC process because we want to be a very transparent legislature. We don't want to join the ranks of the world's tax havens. Yeah, we are very friendly with respect to like tax to companies, but we are also uh, mindful of with whom we are doing business. We want to be the free state in the world, a place where it's a pleasure to do business, where it's easy to do good business, to do uh, solid and morally not bankrupt business. So. Uh, if you do that, to become an e-resident, if you go through our Know Your Customer Procedures, with which I also was uh, familiar, I'm familiar, so to say, um, you can then buy a company and you will get to us, you will get to our register, you will register the company and you can use it. 
of course, we are a young state and we're not completely recognized, you know, so our legislature can be sometimes less powerful, let's put it that way, the expectations. You have to see us as a, as a startup state in a way, but we will give you all, all our hearts and all our abilities to make, make your company as equal to the other companies as possible. And maybe you will have to work more in the crypto world in the beginning than with the traditional banks, you know, but we won't be asking of you too much information. We won't be bothering you with, uh, you know, accounting problem, giving you extra accounting problems. And we just want you to focus on doing the business, on, 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 on working and on uh, creating value. Love that. And I think, you know, it's, it's so interesting to me um, watching Lieberland grow for over the past three or four years. I, I want to say 2017 is when I first got started here. And, you know, there's going to be a, naturally there will be skepticism. Oh, if I start a company there, what about this? What about that? And I love that you kind of just you led with the fact that, hey, we are a startup state. And the one thing that I like to say to, to people who do have any type of question marks or skepticism about Lieberland is, um, excuse me, do you know anyone else who has created a country? <laughs> because if you do, let us know. There's some things about creating a country um, that because all of the other ones around the world have been established for so long, most people just don't even know what it looks like. But if you want to know what it looks like, um, especially done in a free-minded manner, uh, look no further than Lieberland. And I think we're doing a fantastic job. And you know, it's the process of getting companies established in Lieberland that is ultimately going to move the nation forward. So if you're someone who might actually be a little bit like skeptical of what we're talking about right now or nervous, but you love Lieberland, just open a company there. It doesn't have to be a multi-million dollar organization. You don't even have to necessarily be doing business every, every week, every month, just open the company. Um, and it reminds me of what we have here now for our, our members as well, or our, our citizens, which is uh, the Lieberland passports. And I'm not going to lie, this, this took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for me to get. I appreciate this. And I am confident that one day, this will be more than me holding it. For those who are listening right now, I'm, I'm holding up my Lieberland passport on the, on the video interview. This will get me places one day. I'm confident of that. And I'm just so happy to have it. And if, if you want to get your Lieberland passport, I'm definitely not here to tell you, oh, yeah, just click here and you can get it, right? It takes some, some networking and getting to know us. But it begins, I'd say, probably with getting your your e-residency and um, you know setting up an account on Lieberland.org and getting familiar with us and reaching out to us here on the show. So um, yeah, that you know, Michael, that's just you really inspired me to to kind of share that that last piece there. And I see you, I see you leaning in right now. So I would love to just kind of hear your thoughts and your feedback on on what I was just talking about. Well, uh, yes, uh, you can become a citizen if you help Lieberland. So it's not automatic. We want to because we are now in the process of before the settling of the state, you need to make everything in order that it's safe, that it's a pleasant experience. So the number of uh, citizens is like, we have a lot of applications, but we're processing uh, first those people who have proven their dedication to the village, which can be you. Uh, you, can, you can call us, you can uh, ask to join us, you can offer your skills, be they technical skills, marketing skills or anything. Uh, that you think may be useful, and we will uh, we will consider you. And if there is a match, then you can help us. And that's how that's the best way to get a, a passport. Well, besides the financial donation, I mean that's also welcome. We accept crypto, 
So if you want to help us, there are many ways how you can help this country become a real world settled country with real people. It is already a real country. It is already a real world country, but we want to make the next step. We're going to make it soon. So I will be happy to for you to join us on that journey. By the way, I have uh, I am now counting in my head and I've been already 11 months with Liberland. Time flies really fast when you're doing something you like to do. And so I'm kind of a living example. I love it and I'm not very easy to please. And so I'm sure if you are of the right mindset and the right attitude, can do attitude, you will love working for us. Yes, yes, absolutely. Man, so well said. And I, I look back to around the time when I, I think your name first popped up on our radar, which as you just said, was about 11 months ago. And I just, again, I have to say thank you because you have been dedicated as, you know, so when we have our, our weekly international calls, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I talk about this on the show a lot. If you're interested in participating in those calls, again, it's not, hey, click here and you can join. But if you go to liberland.org, create an account, uh, shoot an email to info at liberland.org, make the subject line, um, I am ready to serve. <laughs> Put that as, I'm, as the subject line, I am ready to serve. Then maybe, uh, you know, we can continue the conversation from there. Just let them know you listen to the show. But I say that because, you know, I do my best, as you know, Michael, to show up every week and facilitate those meetings. And obviously there's sometimes where I can't make it there, but if there's anyone who's always on those calls, it's most likely you or our, our good friend, uh, Joey Langenbrunner and those, and Tom Walls, actually might I say, Tom Walls is on there, and, you know, and the president. Okay, so actually there's a lot of people who are normally on there, but aside from the, the president and the vice president, the people who should be on there, Michael has just been so dedicated. And when you get energy, if, if you feel like you've got the Michael Potashnik energy, ladies and gentlemen out there, this country um, will move even faster if you're interested. So um, yeah, what, speaking of, of you being just so active and helping us move the needle forward, Michael, what is something that Lieberland that we're working on right now, maybe aside from the blockchain finally being ready, um, that you're very opti optimistic about? Optimistic? Well, I'm optimistic about the blockchain. It's a solid project. It is a solid code base, and we're going to promote it. Um, you know, I have been uh, representing Liberland at a few international events, and even I was surprised as to how good our name is and how well received we are. So I believe that in that world of blockchains and, and free cities and libertarianism, we have a solid reputation, a rock-solid one. And so that plus the well-made blockchain is going to make it a success. And, and I'm really confident about that. And then, so this is the first one, the obvious one, and then the most important one, and that's settling. I believe that we will be able to put a man into Liberland, uh, well, to put a house into Liberland, or at least a house boat uh, soon. Yeah. And to make our name uh, internationally. The third, third point is to be able to help where we are needed. We have the Liberland Foundation, Aid Foundation, and that AID Foundation is helping children in San Salvador, El Salvador, is helping people in Africa, and it's going to help, it's continuing. It, there are donations from all over the world which make it alive and, and, and uh, make it function very well. It's, it's a very independent charitable organization, no state strings attached except for Liberland. That's how it should be. Absolutely. So yeah, you guys can go to, I want to give a, a plug to the Lieberland Aid Foundation because I've donated there 
many times as well. I just love being able to donate somewhere where I actually know the money I donate is going to good use. So LibreLandFoundation.org is where you can go for that. And then um, speaking of being able to set foot in Liberland, um, I do know we, we, we typically do set foot there at least once per year around Floating Man Festival um, when we go on our cruise and our yacht. And there's some really exciting things around the corner right now as well, ladies and gentlemen, for the Liberland anniversary, which is April 13th. So just want, want to make sure you make a note of that in your calendar. April 13th is the Liberland anniversary. More information on that to come. Definitely stay plugged in here and check out um, you know, the Liberland uh, website, the, uh, the Facebook page, anywhere you can find Liberland news. Just want to remind you to stay plugged in there. But uh, yeah, back to what I was saying about um, the setting foot in Liberland. In August, we have our annual summer festival, Floating Man, which I think is August 11th through the 14th this year. I have to double check. We can go to floatingman.ll.land. I believe that's it. Yeah, floatingman.ll.land. And information on the festival is there. I'm really looking forward to that. I will not be in, in Liberland for the anniversary, but I will. Yeah, my wife and I will be there um, for Floating Man. And yeah, really, really looking forward to that. So um, are you going to be in Liberland for both the anniversary and for Floating Man, Michael? Yeah, I'm sure to be there for the anniversary unless something unexpected happens. So I already booked my flight and I should be there also for the floating man. And I'll be happy to set my food into Liberland. But, yes. but I'm sure that the food which is important is the food of the first settlers. And I'm really looking forward to see that. The first men, women, or men and men who eat. It doesn't matter to us, whoever you are. And, and we're looking forward to that time when I guess it will be from a boat when we're going to settle it soon. And that's, that's on our minds, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, everything in life, you know, imagination is more powerful than fact. It's a great quote that I heard recently. And if you're able to imagine it, then you are able to create it. Um, think of any, literally, ladies and gentlemen, look everywhere around you right now. Whatever you're looking at, once upon a time, it was an idea before it was a thing. And so that's what we're working with here in Lieberland. And um, so Michael, this, I think this could be helpful since uh, you're coming to us from which country right now? Well, I'm visiting my parents in Czechia. Exactly. I, normally, I normally live in Holland, but I'm visiting uh, my parents in my old country, Czechia, because that's where I'm originally from. Perfect. Okay, so um, based on, on current events right now, you know, we're recording this early to mid-March 2022, so things could certainly change even within the next month. I mean, we <laughs> won't go too far on this way, but it's interesting how um, with everything going on right now in, in Eastern Europe, it's almost as if uh, COVID has just disappeared, right? So things can change quickly. And I say that because um, for anyone who's a, a Lieberlandian who wants to travel to uh, Lieberland for the anniversary, or more importantly for Floating Man, because I know that one, Floating Man is a little bit more open doors, the anniversary might be invite only either way, what do you recommend for someone coming from maybe North or South America, uh, maybe even Asia traveling into Europe? Because obviously there, there might be some fear in the air right now. I know personally, I'm, I'm like, I don't care, I'll fly anywhere. <laughs> but what would be your recommendations to anyone who uh, might be concerned about traveling to Europe right now? Well, it's safe, that's point one. Uh, I would, if you really want to be sure, you can take a look at, the, at your flight path and you can take a look if it, if it goes like a thousand miles in any way around Ukraine is a place where there is a big international crisis, as we all know. Um, so you don't want to be flying around that. But if you're from, going from the West, that's not a problem. If you're going from Asia, I'm sure there are many flights which, well, there are many flights which just avoid that path. 
and actually all the major and reputable airlines avoid that part. Dot. That's it. Especially since what happened in 2014 with the Malaysian uh, aircraft, which was uh, which was taken down. This is exactly why they should be doing it, and they are doing it. So don't worry about that. That's not a problem. There is also no like big crisis in Europe. Uh, it's it's all safe and peaceful except for that place in Ukraine where it's hell. So uh, you will see some refugees. They are peaceful people, very cultured people. You can help them, especially if you talk, if you speak some Slavic language, you can help them. But otherwise, it's 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 like orderly and everything's okay. There are still some COVID restrictions. It's it's up to every person whether they vaccinate or whether they test or whether they resolve it otherwise. There can be a problem like that on your way. Please get informed. But otherwise, Europe is, when you get into one country in Europe, you kind of can then move very easily into other countries. So take your passport with you because you're probably not a European citizen and, and go through. And because Serbia is the country where you can enter Liberland easiest from, that's not part of the EU. So even if you are a EU citizen, I would take my passport with me. And I will because I'm coming going to Serbia soon, and 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 make sure that that you fulfill the re uh, requirements for entry. Yes, yes, good to know. And and that has been probably the number one recommendation that I've observed from Liberlandians as well. Is for anyone around the world, if you are traveling to Europe specifically to visit Liberland or network with our group, our people that you know, Serbia is probably where we have the largest physical presence outside of the Czech Republic. So definitely check out flights to Belgrade. And um, from my knowledge, it's, it's very affordable, especially once you get there, very fun people. And if you need to get connected with anyone, once you get to Liberland or get to Serbia, we, uh, you know, the beauty of Liberland, honestly, is we have over 90 representatives in different countries around the world. We are very well covered. So um, it's kind of, <laughs> I tell people, I, I still am a Rotarian with the Crystal City Pentagon Rotary Club in the Washington DC area. Um, but, you know, having the calls of Liberland every week, I feel like this has become my Rotary Club and it's, it's just so incredible. Um, I can't endorse it enough, ladies and gentlemen, to, to shoot an email to info at liberland.org and send, say in the subject line, I am ready to serve. Um, Peter and, and our team will probably vet you a little bit. But if you are able to, to join us on our international calls, personally, I have so much confidence in where I am at in the world right now, because when you can get on the phone with people who are living in all different corners of the world and get a pulse on what's really going on right now, it, it just eliminates the fear that I think a lot of um, you know, maybe say corporate media tries to instill in the people around the world. And if there's anything we love at Lieberland, it's, it's obliterating fear, living a free life and, and uh, you know, taking all of our people to the, to the next level, which after this interview, Michael, I think we're one more step in the right direction. So I just got to say thank you so much for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time, our listeners as well. Thank you. Um, Michael, do you have any parting words of wisdom for listeners and, and Lieberlandians out there as we, as we move forward and get ready for the anniversary? Well, uh, the only parting word is uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for giving your most valuable resource, your time. And please check us out. Take a look if we're, we can be something for, uh, for you, for us, I'm sorry. And get, uh, get in contact. And for the Liberlanders, well, I'm sure you're doing your, your job, good job, helping Liberland wherever you are, in whichever capacity you are uh, working right now. So keep up the good work. We are very happy for this wonderful support from all over the world. It's really, it's really quite wonderful. And you're making a difference. And the name of Liberland 
is famous and crystal clear. Like it has a, it's a great name to be representing anywhere you go in the right circles. Absolutely. Well said. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. Really enjoyed hanging out with you and really just getting to know you a little bit more one-on-one, -on -one, man. I really look forward to um, seeing you in person soon. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 76 of the Lieberland Show, and we were joined by the Deputy Minister of Justice, Michael Patechnik. Michael, thank you again for the fifth time <laughs> for joining us. And, and ladies, yeah, and, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you. This is the Lieberland Show. We will catch you in the next episode.